On today's episode of Lockdown Blue Jays, we're going to be talking about maybe what the Jays still have left in the tank for their offseason. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jays. Thank you for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. You're free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Our Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Well, and Carter, honestly, before we get into this, I have to I have to tell this story because I thought it was so funny today. Uh, so I'm, I'm at work. I get a text from Carter, and he goes, "I honestly don't know if I'm going to be able to do the podcast today." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, did he get in a car accident? Like, what happened? Right? I'm like, "Okay, here we go." So I go, "What's going on?" He goes, well, I went to the dentist and, and they froze my face. I can't feel anything. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, that goes away. It's not going to be a six-hour process. It almost was, though, actually. I had my uh, my appointment at 3 o'clock uh, this afternoon, and I felt it until about 9. So that's about six hours. Obviously, it was a lot stronger at the start. But the reason I was there is because uh, when I was a kid, I did not brush my teeth properly whatsoever. So I have a couple of cavities from there. And... I've had this this uh, filling for a long time, and I guess I was just eating almonds a couple of months ago, and the whole thing just like snapped. So I had like a quarter of my tooth just gone. There's food in there, this whole big thing it was horrible. Well, I, I told you about when I chipped my tooth. It's like right in the corner of my front tooth, and I uh, I was eating chips, and then I'm like, geez, that chip was a lot harder than usual, and I go, oh man, that's my tooth. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn, my my tooth doesn't feel the same right now. Yeah, it was just weird. So whatever, I gotta go as well. I gotta book something. Hey, at least I'm I've been making you eat rocks quite a bit recently. So and back in your childhood, people making you eat rocks. All the Nobody's time, making so. me eat rocks. Come on. But it, I thought it was funny. I was really hoping that like they were going to put you under so that we could get some like funny videos. Yeah, not quite the wisdom teeth yet, but that should be coming in the future. Hopefully there's no phones in that doctor's office. Oh, no, I'll, I'll be driving you. So I'll make sure that there's there's a phone in, in the vicinity. Now, that freezing was not great, though. I actually felt like my whole right side of my face was like almost like drooped. It looked like I was having a stroke. It wasn't great. And like he used quite a bit. Like, I mean, I'd rather have him use a ton of freezing than me just feel everything during yeah. the procedure. But yeah. I mean. Hey, we're here now and I'm feeling good. So. Yeah, we're rolling. And we thought it'd be cool today to do like sort of like a little GM mode. I That's what I sort of titled it. You can see on like today's show, like what's on tap is uh, a little bit of like the MLB, the show, like, you know, you're taking over as the GM. So I, uh, I don't know, like we look back at, at the off season of what we've done. The whole Shohei Otani thing was just a disaster. Honest to God. Like I, I don't know if I've ever felt worse than the day that it got announced that he wasn't coming here. Um, but Going forward, the rest of this offseason, we've sort of put together a couple things. We haven't told each other yet who we've picked or anything, but um, who do you, who would be one guy, or if you were Ross Atkins for the rest of the remaining of the offseason, what would you do? Who would you go after? Yeah, I've been saying this pretty much every podcast, it feels like. And I believe that the Blue Jays really need a fourth outfielder. So you go, you go over it, the pitching, the starting rotation is fine. The bullpen looked great last year. We even added it this year. And then the infield is pretty crowded already. There are a bunch of options. None of them are necessarily like amazing. I would say at second base and third base, but there's enough depth there that uh, that shouldn't be a problem. I don't think. But yeah, when you go to the outfield, Nathan Lucas as your fourth outfielder. Uh, from my in my opinion, that's not going to play. So one thing that this team has been struggling to find for a while now is left-handed hitting. And one guy that is still available, probably only going to command between six to seven million dollars a year is Eddie Rosario. 
Eddie Rosario looked great last season. He had 122 hits, 255 average, 21 home runs, which would have been probably, I think, third on the team around uh, where Bo Bichette was, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, 74 RBIs and a 755 OPS. And this guy has the clutch gene. In 2021, during that playoff stretch with the Braves, he looked unbelievable. In the NLCS, he had three homers over six games with an OPS of 1,647. That is ridiculous. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, you, if you were playing, you probably would have been around 2,000. But I mean, well, I mean, that we're talking about me here. Like, yeah, you know. it's tough. It's tough to compare, obviously. <laughs> but this is the guy that has been doing it over his whole career. I mean, career 268 hitter. It's very streaky, which fits the Jays mold perfectly. Yep. Uh, not exactly what we're looking for, but I mean, a guy that's actually going to give us production out of the, the batting box for his offense. I mean, you can't really say no to that. Uh, yeah, like I said, left-handed hitter. Uh, he's done it before, so that's a great presence to have in the locker room. Obviously, this Jays team does not have a ton of playoff experience. That's because they can't seem to win a game in the wild card series, which, I mean, hopefully is solved if we can get a guy like Eddie Rosario and with all the other guys we've gotten. I mean, Justin Turner's already came, uh, IKF. And actually, then, actually, we just saw videos of IKF, too. Uh, yeah, that was so funny. Man. There's a few interview videos of him uh, saying where he's from, number seven, all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, if we can get Eddie Rosario, I mean, he, like the thing is, Kevin Kiermeyer is a guy that has had injury concerns over the past few years. George Springer, obviously, same thing. Yeah. same thing. So this is a guy that we're going to need in the outfield. I mean, he's not a great defender at all. But like I was saying before, it wouldn't be the worst thing, in my opinion, to see him make a few funny plays out there in the outfield. And we're only really signing him for his bat. He's not going to have to play every day. There are guys like Cody Bellinger who could sign, but I don't think he'd be very happy with like a part-time role. So a guy like Eddie Rosario can kind of fit as that fourth outfielder and just come into play when uh, the other fielders need rest. Yeah, you know what? I like that a lot. And speaking of Cody Bellinger, that's who I went with. I, I said that, um, you know, he seems like the most realistic target right now. Um, and personally, like, I really, really like that option. I mean, he's got he's MVP, Rookie of the Year, two times All Star, a 2020 World Series champion, Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, 26 home runs, 97 RBI, 87 strikeouts uh, last season, uh, 307 batting average, 525 slugging percentage. I mean, he's he's a guy that we need. And I think with the injury concerns that he does have, he was injured for two seasons. Sounds like he's feeling fine and he's ready to go. And I, I believe him. And yeah, he didn't play very well when, you know, he was coming back from injury and whatnot. But I think now that he doesn't have those concerns, I think he would be a big role in the team. And you're right. Maybe he wouldn't want to take a backseat role, which obviously you wouldn't. I think at that point, Kiermaier and Varsho would sort of take their turn, sort of come out of the lineup. But uh, yeah, I, I think Cody Bellinger is a great option for this team. And, you know, we need guys that can drive in runs. And he's, he's a, definitely a guy that can drive in some runs. Oh, a great guy that the Blue Jays could be looking into. The only thing that turns me away from Cody Bellinger is just the fact I don't think the Jays are going to dish out a contract quite like he's looking he's, for. He's wanting a big contract. We talked about this in our Cody Bellinger episode, which actually did unbelievable. It's at like, whatever, a bunch of views, uh, like 7K? 7K around there. Yeah, you guys killed that video. Um, so clearly there's some support for Cody Bellinger yeah, coming yeah. to the Blue Jays. Hey, maybe, hey, draw, drop your comment in of who you think you'd rather go after if it's Eddie Rosario or if it's uh, Cody Bellinger. And I think we know what the answer would be, but you know, tell us why, why not, you know, what you guys think as well. You know, we, we always want to hear your guys' opinions on this sort of stuff too, you know, opens up, up sort of our eyes to some guys too. So yeah, Cody Bellinger is such a good player. I just, I think it'd be a tough conversation to have with uh, Dalton Varsho and For Kevin sure. Kiermaier. Obviously Kiermaier signing only that $1 million deal. 
Um, do those guys want to take that backseat role and kind of be uh, a guy that's not playing every day? Maybe Kevin Kiermeyer at this point in his career, but I can't see Dalton Barshow hopefully getting into his prime. He's a younger you'd guy. You'd hope. So yeah. I don't think that's the guy you want to take away uh, playing time from, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, I fully agree. I think um, Kiermeyer would be the guy that would have to sub out. Um, and, and of course, I mean, there's always injuries. There's always something. And we do really, really need that fourth uh, outfielder because one thing happens and that, oh my goodness, Nathan Lucas is going in or, you know, we're bringing Schneids in from the, uh, into the outfield, which I think they've been trying to do a little bit of, um, or that's their plan to anyway. So, I mean, we'll have to see. These are the two guys we liked. I don't know. Is there anybody else that really caught your eye? Uh, just before I get into that, there's a couple more, but if we can get Cody Bellinger on like a one to two year deal, which the problem yeah. is I don't think that's going to happen. I agree. That would be unbelievable for the Blue Jacks. I think they already would have signed him if that was the case. Yeah. And that, the reason I didn't have Bellinger as well is because I think Eddie Rosario is just more realistic. You probably could ink him up to a two to three year deal. For sure. And he could uh, be serviceable in the outfield. But one guy that I was looking at a little bit is would be a reuniting for the Toronto Blue Jays is Randall Gritchuk. Uh, this guy, it seems like he wants a lot of money in free agency as well. But at this point of his career, I think he wants to go to a winning team, and the Blue Jays should be able to offer that. Uh, had 16 home runs last year, not amazing. Uh, hit 267 again. It's it's not bad. Uh, I, one one yeah. thing that people are bringing up still, and I kind of looked into, what is Whit Merrifield again? And we already kind of went over this in our last episode. His hitting stats are a lot better than a lot of these players in the market right now. It's just the situation again. It's one of those things is that Witt wouldn't be playing every day, and he's only really had success when he is playing every day. Yeah. So the the role just wouldn't fit the player, unfortunately. Yeah. With Merrifield. And and I hundred percent agree. I think Randall Grichik. Like I, I actually sort of followed his season last year because I think he he played very well. Like from a guy that was, you know, sort of looked at as less than when he was here with the Toronto Blue Jays. I think I think he was pretty fan liked, honestly. Like. I remember liking him in his last uh, season. Well, and I believe, like, was it, uh, it was the Angels that DFA'd like a ton of players, right? And Randall, Randall Gritchuk was one of them. So he, there was a, a little bit of rumblings that he might think about coming to the Blue Jays. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. That That's an interesting piece because then he exactly, like we said, could be on that like one to two year, you know, not a ton of money deal that would play as our fourth outfielder that could just sub in for guys once in a blue moon. I, I really don't mind that at all. Um, I, I know, I think, I don't even know if we've talked about Randall Grichik a ton yet, you know, but not sort really. of a, sort of an interesting player to keep your eye on. I, again, not saying that that's going to happen, but a little bit of something to to watch out for. Yeah, it's just the market for these players. For some reason, it seems like players are wanting way more money than they're actually worth. And yeah. that's why it's been a crazy offseason with so many good players not being signed. And that's only being just over a week away from spring training. So, and it is interesting because we saw how that worked with guys like Brandon Belt last year who didn't show up early in spring training and was horrible for the first three weeks of the season. Alejandro Kirk obviously had a better reason not to be there. Uh, he had his, I think it was his firstborn child. Yeah. It's one of his children anyway, which is obviously a good reason yeah. to miss spring training. Yeah. Nobody's going to be complaining about that. But even with that, he did struggle a little bit uh, at the start of the season. And honestly, for him throughout the season, maybe that was the lack of preparation that he had. Who knows? Um, you know what? I do want to get into talking about Kevin Kiermaier a little bit more. And uh, we are, we want to do that right right away in our sort of player profile. But stay tuned for our big third segment. It's on the City Connect jerseys. We know that everybody's interested in what they're going to be. So we're going to talk about that as well coming up. 
You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guaranteed, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat when you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And this is perfect. I mean, me and a couple of guys, the uh, we went to a Winnipeg Jets game. I talk about this all the time. It's a great, great time. And we found uh, we found deals four rows from the glass, like super cheap tickets. Like it was ridiculous. And so you know, we saved on money with game time. Uh, a bunch of money it was unbelievable. Yeah, it must and, have been a good deal. The amount of times you bring the story up. Well, yeah, and then <laughs> and then the good part is with game time is I got to save money on the tickets. So we spent all the extra money on beers. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. So you know, I'm that, four that rows for a great night out. I'm I'm four rows up, hammered, trying to trying to you know walk to Moxie's down the street, and I'm you know doing one of these fun times. It was great. Um, Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms it, apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So, like we said, we will get into the City Connect jerseys because I'm pretty fired up to talk about them. I was all over Twitter today. Again, if you guys don't know, our Twitter is Braden Five Uosco Carter First Two. I have been, since this City Connect jersey sort of came out, I've been just going ham on Twitter. But before we get into that, we do want to discuss our player. I, we call them player profiles, but like they're sort of like our... Um, now it's pretty much just like a player breakdown. Yeah, yeah. We've gotten into uh, the players that are going to have significant roles on the team. So there's more than enough to talk about to have them just showcase their own segment here. Exactly. We, we were doing sort of two players when it was sort of like, oh, if they're even going to be in the lineup. But now we're getting into Kevin Kiermeyer, four-time gold glove, 129 games played, eight home runs, 36 RBI, 265 batting average, a 419 slugging percentage, and a war of 3.9. So for a guy that we say isn't maybe going to play a whole, you know, maybe not could take that backseat role, he's a fantastic player on paper for this Blue Jays team. Oh, he had an unbelievable year last year. A lot of his uh, stats were better than his career averages. I know he's a career uh, 249 hitter, and you said he hit 265, so that's a pretty big jump right there. One thing I found very interesting with Kevin Kiermeyer is his wins above replacement. Yes. His war was 3.9, and comparing to other notable players on the Blue Jays, Boba Shets was 4.9, so obviously a great year from Boba Shets. Yeah. One of the best players in the league. Uh, Vladdy, 2.0 war. George Springer, 2.1. So Kevin Kiermaier almost doubled their wins above replacement for a guy that was kind of under the radar as a signing last year. Under the radar for a signing, but I think in Blue Jays fans' heart, and in, and in our hearts, he's he's a fan favorite. And I, I put out a tweet yesterday, or two days ago maybe, saying uh, it was when Justin Turner put on his Blue Jays cap, and I said, hey, I think this guy is going to be a next like fan favorite. I think he's going to be like you know here for the boys and and you know going hard. But... Kevin Kiermaier was that guy. He just was very likable. When he talked to the media, he was very, very likable and, and an easy guy to love. And I think that helps a lot too when, when you have the city backing you. And I think that's why he decided to come back for this year. Oh, 100%. He won Toronto fans over pretty quickly. With him coming to the Blue Jays, though, initially, I'm like, I don't know if I want this guy. Obviously, uh, in 2021, he stole Kirk's uh, player info card. <laughs> yeah. So the infamous clip. Then um, obviously just coming from a division rival. It's like, hey, are we going to like this guy? Like, I don't know. He's been for the race his entire career. And now he just decides to come to the Blue Jays. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. But then 
obviously he's seen around the city just driving his bike around besides that he likes uh, to get in some cardio before his games. And then obviously in the home opener against uh, the Detroit Tigers, Kerry Carpenter launches the ball straight center field. They're like, oh God, here's a home run off of Noah. Not a great start again, opening day. Kevin Kiermaier comes out of nowhere oh. and makes an unbelievable catch. Yeah. One of the best catches of the season. And just made it very easy for Toronto Blue Jays fans to love him, especially with those uh, new dimensions in there. Obviously, he was he's played in the Toronto Center a ton in his career, being with the Rays. So, thing that he had to get used to, and clearly it did not take long for him to figure that out. And you know what? Uh, talking about him riding his bike, sort of uh, around Toronto, down by the down by the uh, the stadium is beautiful. Like it is. Like I again, I haven't. Uh, I didn't go last year, hoping to get back not hoping to get back this year. We're going this year. I'm putting that into the universe. We're going, um, you know, like we go to a lot of uh, Minnesota twins games cause it's really close, easy to go to. Um, there's a big difference between the outside of the stadium in Toronto compared to uh, Minnesota. So um, it's probably a nice little ride for him. Oh, absolutely. He's got to enjoy all the scenery in Toronto, the skyline, all those buildings, the CN towers, obviously there. And with Kevin Kiermeyer, uh, one thing I noticed about him right away as well is he was always hyping up his teammates. He yes. had a great dugout presence. Yeah. I know a lot of the times when Jano walked it off, it seemed like he was doing that very often. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer was always the last one waiting in the dugout for him. Him and Brandon Belt, a lot of times I saw waiting for him, obviously giving uh, props to their catcher. And just such an easy guy to like on the team, like you said. Uh, the, the only thing with Kevin Kiermeyer is, like I said, he did have a lot of uh, career highs last year, especially offensively. He, we kind of did see the regression even at the end of the season last yeah. year. Yeah. But for a guy that uh, has passed his prime, unfortunately, he looks like he is not skipping a beat at all, being, I believe it's 35. Yeah, you know what? He is He is something else. I, and I think baseball is one of those games where age obviously matters, but the, there will be exceptions to that, right? Like where in other sports – I mean, we're seeing with Ovechkin as good of a as good of a season he is doing like having now. Like he's he's ramped it up the past bunch of games. The the age is starting to get to him, right? His legs are slowing down. But it seems like for Kevin Kier, Kiermaier, even Whit Merrifield, honestly, like they're 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 still playing well at their age. And and even Justin Turner, I mean, a lot of these guys are getting up there in age and still playing. You know, having their career averages hit, still pa- surpassing their career averages. So it it is cool to see. And honestly, I am so pumped. Like. Kevin Kiermaier is one of those guys that if he was a longtime Jay, like that'd be a jersey I could go see myself again. Well, I almost got his jersey last year. I mean, it was just so fun to watch. I mean, he was literally the perfect guy to have turnover your lineup with. Yeah. I mean, you wish George Springer had a better season because the amount Kevin Kiermaier, it seemed like start, was starting these rallies was insane just yeah. to have George Springer ground and do a double play. Yeah. But uh, if we can even get like Kevin Kiermaier's career averages of like a 250 hitter at the bottom of the lineup, that has speed, is a great base runner, obviously plays unbelievable defense. Age is not impacting him whatsoever as he won the gold glove last year yeah. and in it, center field. And you know what? He's a smart player too. I think that doesn't get talked about enough in some baseball players. Kevin Kiermaier is a very smart baseball player, right? On the base pass. He knows what he's supposed to be doing when, unlike some of the guys, um, <clears throat> Vlad. Um, so it, it's nice to have. He's got that little bit of a veteran presence. Know what he's supposed to do out there. He knows his role a big thing for for any any sports team is to have guys that know their roles that know what they have to go out there and do um so yeah i i think i think he fits like a glove oh he embraces role so well i yeah. mean even in interviews he's like oh what is your expected role to, uh, to be on this team and he's like 
I'm just trying to put the ball in play, get on base for the big dogs. Like, <laughs> he, he embraces the number nine hitter in the, on this team. And he was the best nine hitter in the league last year for a reason, right? Yeah. A guy that knows why he's here, has fun doing it, and can remain serious and still efficient on the base paths and in the field and in the box. It's uh, clearly a thing that some guys have a tough time balancing, having fun on the diamond and being serious in the right situations. Yeah. And I mean, you know what? That That is a big component for us. We always talk about attitude. And you know what? It's some guys we sort of we sort of bag on and say, ah, oh, you know, they got to be more serious. But then you got you have a guy like Kevin Kiermaier that I think has that really, really good balance of knowing when to, you know, turn off the joking and the silliness and, you know, play serious. And then he knows when, you know, if they're winning and they're having a good time and it's a, you know, somebody makes a great play, he'll show that. He shows it really, really well. So I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, one team that uh, has been winning a lot recently is the Vancouver Canucks in the NHL. Obviously, we're big Canucks fans. Uh, I believe they're still first in the league right now, right? Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. So, yeah, a huge uh, feat for them. And that takes us to our 24-7 streaming channel. If you guys want to see the Canucks play, obviously the Jets are doing pretty well this year as well. Another Canadian team, Edmonton, was on a huge run. Uh, what was it, 15 in a row, 16 in a row? Yeah, something like that one. And then, yeah, obviously ended uh, Vegas a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you guys ever want to tune in to NHL, NFL, there's college sports, pretty much whatever sport you guys want to see will be on our 24-7 Locked On streaming channel. So just go to YouTube and subscribe, whether you want to digest your content at 3 a.m., 3 p.m., at noon, whatever it is, just tune in to our 24-7 Locked On streaming channel. We are going to get hardcore into the City Connect jerseys. I am pumped. And we'll do that right away. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all of your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. And I said I was down. I was down a ton from the Super Bowl. I was down a ton from the NHL All-Star Game. Dumb. Don't ever bet on the NHL All-Star Game. Didn't think that needed to be said. You know what? If it's FanDuel, they had some good props. I'm just also an idiot. So, But you know what? I've uh, been betting on NHL. Started to make some money back uh, today. So yeah. we're rolling again. And like you said, when you bet on games that maybe aren't necessarily the most entertaining to watch, it makes it pretty entertaining pretty quick when you throw money on it. That's right. Uh, shout out Skylar Peters for giving me a lock today. It hit. Fun, fun. It's always fun when I win. Uh, just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Yeah, I it's been, your time. You I have-, have been over the moon to talk about these City Connect jerseys. Yeah, the Blue Jays finally get approved for City Connect jerseys. Obviously, you've been squirreling all over Twitter today thinking about some ideas for the city connect jerseys for the blue Jays. And I'm going to let you start off this segment because of how fired up you are. What do you think the Jays uh, connect jerseys are going to look like? Okay. So a little piece of me thinks that they're going to be white. Interesting. With uh, the Jays already have the whites and the grays. Yes. So I wonder how that's going to fit in. I don't know. I just think they, they showed off some white hats, I think sort of new white hats. So I'm, I'm thinking there might be some connection, not necessarily what I'm hoping for personally. I would love to see the, um, uh, the, the black jerseys with the, um, I think it was like the 2000s logo 
uh, that says like Blue Jays on it. It was great. Um, I, I actually miss those. Like when when I watched, you know, started watching as a kid, those were the jerseys, right? Um, so I love those. The black looks so clean. Another good sort of cool idea. Um, I think you you said too was the uh, the the full just black Blue Jays jersey with like the current like just how the jerseys look now but full like black and white. I think you go with the uh, the retro Jays logo as well. Ooh, I think that would uh, look amazing. Like uh, always this one. Uh, not quite. It's okay. a little bit different than that. Okay. I don't know if I don't think we have it even on our hats here. But uh, with the the Jays black jerseys, I, I always just think about like Jose Bautista wearing those jerseys. Yeah. Edwin's another guy. For some reason, Brett Lowry looked really sick in those yeah, jerseys. Yeah. I don't know why. That guy was just uh, a hothead to say the least, but so entertaining <laughs> to watch. And it just brings me back to uh, the old Jays and like guys I kind of grew up with like Adam Wins, Colby Rasmus sort of types. Yeah. So totally. uh, I think bringing those blacks would be back would be interesting. One thing that I think they could do is because like Boston has their uh, City Connects based off of the Boston Marathon colors. Yeah. I think one thing that would be cool if the Jays in, uh, incorporated was something like with Terry Fox. Terry Fox ended his run in Thunder Bay. Uh, and maybe even just with Terry Fox, just how proud he was to be Canadian. Obviously, uh, his run for cancer research did amazing. He raised so much money for cancer. So what I was thinking is maybe you have the Canadian flag on the front and then like a red stripe here, red stripe here, and then red numbers with the red name bars. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what the hat, like maybe all red, maybe you kind of mix it up with some red and white, but kind of Canadian theme. Okay, I, I like that. I think that's definitely a possibility. What I don't want to see them do is go to an all-red jersey. Well, they already have those all-red yeah. jerseys so, that people don't seem to like. I, I See, I, I like them, but I think that I don't want another one. You know what I mean? I think it, Leave I, it as is. Where I was getting at, though, was the players. Even the players seem like it's bad luck to wear those jerseys. Yeah, you know, I Jose know. Barrios used to like pitching in that jersey. Yeah. But then the bats would just go cold or he would have, somebody would have a bad day and it just never seemed to work out. Yeah. So it kind of seemed like that those jerseys were getting shunned in uh, the Blue Jays clubhouse. Yeah. So a, a couple other things I've heard is the um, old, um, they had blue and white like pullover jerseys. So no buttons, just straight pullovers. I think they were like a mesh too uh, back back in the day as well. So I, I could definitely see something like that happening. I don't personally love the pullovers. Like if I'm going to buy a City Connect jersey, I'm the odds of me buying a pullover jersey are so slim to none. But I mean, let's be real here. They they send out the city connectors, and the order goes in like that. So see how like with the Jays' uh, recent like hats, especially, I found a lot of them to be like very weird. How likely do you think that these city connectors just don't look good at all? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. If I see anything with the six on them, I'm going to p- throw up. I'm going to throw up on this podcast just immediately onto this table. I don't want to see anything like that. Um, and yeah, I think me and you did a video last year um there's some like ice cream ice cream hat it's like what are we doing like why are we why are we putting out this ugly garbage so i'm praying to god that it's either a black jersey or just something that looks super super clean i don't want like a whole bunch of crap on it i just you know i wouldn't mind like like this logo or one of the older logos to come back that'd be cool um don't love the pullover i know a lot of people are saying they want the pullover personally not so much but um but I get it. If those do come back, you probably are, they are going to look very cool. So I'd probably end up souping one anyway. What are your likelihood of like, are you a guy that's going to cop this like immediately or like no matter what, or are you going to like wait? And I'm definitely waiting. I, I don't really trust the, uh, the Jays branding, how they've been doing it recently. 
So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna let some other people buy it out and just kind of see how it looks. Maybe it looks a little bit better on some people. But with those ice cream hats, people seem to love those, too. I think they sold out right away. Yeah, so like, what do we do? Maybe maybe the Jays fans do, like, uh, a little bit of things to be out there and not as simple as other teams. You know what, though? I, I As much as they said those hats sold out, I have not seen one single person ever wear that hat out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they only made 10 and sold Yeah, that's 10, probably what it was. I don't, I don't know what happened there, yeah. but I personally was never going to buy those hats. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've seen a couple. Uh, I mean, even their spring training hats are like a, like a, not a mesh, but like a, it looks like cushion almost. What is that called? I, I feel like, like cotton? Like knit, yeah. Like, like the, yeah. you talking about like the mesh back? No, like, not the mesh. No, no, no. It's, no, it's, it's something they just released. It looks like. to lunch again. I again, it looks like day. garbage. I don't know. I could be, who knows? I could be over the moon right now. I'm not sure. But um, no, they released some other hats that looked like I didn't love them either. But you know what? Everybody's got a little bit different taste. But personally, bring me the black Blue Jays jersey with that like early 2000s logo and I will be over the moon. I don't think you can go wrong with those. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, you guys have been killing it with the views, all the interactions you have, comments, liking, subscribing. It's been awesome to see on our end. Uh, we always appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, it, it helps us like kind of figure out what you guys like. Obviously, we posted a, a top uh, five, or I guess it was Mount Rushmore, sorry, yeah. of the Toronto Blue Jays. And it didn't seem like it was perceived too well, but you guys seem to like the uh, the more current <laughs> Blue Jays stuff. So we're going to keep continue rolling with that. Uh, yeah, so subscribe uh, if you guys haven't already. It's oh like, yeah, we're, we should we should we might be able to get to a thousand today. Is that right? Yeah, we're when, getting when this close. video. I think it, uh, last time I checked, it was at nine eighty nine. So okay. I don't know, it might be even up by now. So if yeah, if you guys want to help us out, get the last few to a thousand. That uh, was our goal before spring training, and I'm hoping that we can hit it. Yeah. But before we uh, head out for the day, I just wanted to bring up our twenty four seven streaming channel. Uh, like I always say, whatever sports you guys want to watch, it will be on there uh, 24-7 at any time of the day. So just go to our 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube and subscribe.